Hey everybody, welcome to the party. I am your party leader, Thomas Egan, and I want to tell you about some of my favorite experiences in gaming from 2020. Uh, this has been a heck of a year, but it's been a really great time to stay indoors and play video games alone or with your friends. Um, I only played about six games that came out this year, really five. Uh, so my top five is pretty much just the stuff I played. But I had a great time with those, and then I have uh, special moments after that. I really only have one spoiler that I'm going to save for the very end. So if you need to tune out for that, um, that's going to be for The Last of Us, just to let you know. Uh, but I'll save that for last, so you wouldn't, don't have to skip that if you're worried about spoilers. So let's start with what I played. Um, I'm just going to start with my very favorite game from this year. By a mile, Hades is my favorite game from this year. Um, I think this is going to be my favorite game of all time. I have finally beaten it once, um, but the story progresses and there's a huge amount of content that's waiting for me to continue playing. Um, I'm just not even getting remotely tired of playing. The The loop of that game is fantastic. The, uh, the, the music, the characters, the uh, surprises of combinations of weapons and upgrades that you can get throughout your uh, escape attempt uh, attempt while you're escaping from uh, from the realm of Hades. Uh, it's it's so very good. You can look on any gaming outlet and see uh, rave reviews. I mean, there are a few people who don't like it, and I would say that uh, probably its most shining quality is that it's so very accessible. You don't have to know anything about this genre, which is called a roguelike. Uh, you don't have to know anything about that or care about those games to like this game. There's so much there. Um, I've really been enjoying playing it in our living room where my girlfriend who enjoys Greek mythology can uh, appreciate with me all the dialogue and characters and just all of the flavor that this game has to offer. It's a beautiful game to watch. So if you're looking for something to play uh, that, you know, around your family, uh, yeah, you're beating up demons and stuff, but it's pretty pg for the most part. Uh, my second game is The Last of Us 2. That game was very good, but very heavy. Uh, the writing is fantastic. There's so many good things I could say about it, but it's definitely not my game of the year. Um, I will say it's absolutely worth the play for the story. Uh, the characters are fantastic. Uh, for me, it was just so heavy that I couldn't take it. Uh, I had to take it in breaks. It took me a long time to get through it, and... Um, uh, well, we'll hold spoilers for the end, uh, but I really liked The Last of Us 2, and um, besides being a heavy game in a heavy year, uh, it was fantastic. It was very, very good. Uh, third, we've got Among Us. So Among Us technically came out in 2018. I had no idea until this year. I had never heard of it, uh, but it is a fantastic social... Uh, I was about to say a social distancing game. It is a social uh, deceit game. So there are board games like it. Uh, there's one called Secret Hitler. That's probably the most popular one of those that I know. The idea is that you are trying to kill your friends and you're trying to convince them that someone else is guilty. Um, it's, it's a really fun, accessible game. Uh, the fact that it's out on mobile, you can play it on your phone, and now you're going to be able to play it on Nintendo Switch and... Xbox as well. Uh, it's such an accessible game. It's basically you just being on a on a 
uh, phone call with your friends, and you're all just running around playing, basically playing little mini games together. Uh, I, I will say, um, I've met more people in 2020 by playing Among Us than I have through any other thing. Normally, um, through Party Invite or uh, formerly known as GG Kansas City, uh, I would host in-person meetups. But obviously, that's not happening this year. So this was a great uh, substitute for that. Um, there are a bunch of people I really never would have met otherwise, and the barrier to entry is so low that um, I was even able to get a bunch of people in my life who don't play video games to play that game. Uh, it's very exciting. I, I binged that. I binged many, many hours of that over a few weekends, especially when it was first uh, gaining popularity. Um, my next game is Phasmophobia. So Phasmophobia... I didn't know until I'd put a bunch of hours into it that that game is made by one person. And that one person, that's his first game. So uh, it kind of looks like it came out in 2005, but uh, it it doesn't matter. The the graphics are not what you come to that game for. It's you and three up to three of your friends are ghost hunting. And you're using thermometers and motion sensors and uh, thermal... or. Uh, you night vision on cameras to find and identify a ghost. Meanwhile, the ghost is trying to find you and kill you. So uh, it, it makes for a lot of really fun interactions trying to learn the game, but you can also spook your friends. Uh, the in-game chat is very fun because during certain circumstances, you will not be able to speak to each other. So um, there, there's that moment of panic when the ghost will start hunting you and your team and you all have to hide and everybody just panics and I love that moment um, I've never to my memory I've never played a social horror game before and everybody's on the same team so there's not like uh, three people against one or anything like that uh, everybody's on the same side and it makes for a damn good time and then my Last game is Splunky 2. I've been playing Splunky 2 every Tuesday for several months now, three or four months now, and uh, I'm not that good at it, but I'm having a really good time, and that game is full of secrets. It's another roguelike, just like Hades, but it's a side-scroller. The animation style makes it look like it could have been a Super Nintendo game. Uh, it is just full of surprises, and... I'm getting to the point where it's very difficult now, and I'm not sure how quickly I'm going to be making any sort of progress, uh, but I'm really enjoying it, and I really recommend that game. I believe it's coming out in 2021 for Switch. I don't think they've announced a release date for that, but I highly recommend it. I'm playing on PS4. It's also available on PC. So uh, that game, if you want to check it out, I'll still be playing that for a while every Tuesday. Um, but that was a, a surprise that game just has been anticipated for so long, and then they were just like, all right, here it is. Um, so those are my top five. Uh, my honorable mention, because well, Among Us technically didn't come out in 2020, is Animal Crossing. Uh, I like that game because it was another social game. I don't love that game, but it has been very important to what 2020 has been um, for a lot of people that, you know, people put thousands of, well, 8,000 hours into that game. I've seen friends post, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred hours into that game. It's very relaxing. Uh, it's very casual um, and low stress. And low stress is pretty cool this year. Uh, 
So uh, those are my five and a half games from 2020. My uh, moments are mostly from those games. Actually, they're all from those games. Um, but I'll save The Last of Us for last. First, I'll start again with Hades. Uh, the the sense of uh, discovery you get as you play through the game, um, there's so much there that has nothing to do with combat that I, I can't wait to keep talking to the Olympians, right? You can talk to Zeus and Athena and Poseidon and... Um, and a bunch of other characters and the more you talk to them the more they have to say i've never seen a repeat line and i've just seen i mean it's got to be thousands of of dialogue uh fully voiced dialogue uh prompts so i am absolutely loving that um there's a dating sim mechanic to it where uh you can collect a resource and give it to your favorite people and you will uh, become better friends with them. And as you become better friends with them, uh, they say a bunch of different things. You might learn more about their history. They might uh, have some fun interaction elsewhere in the game that you weren't expecting. Um, but it's this gameplay loop of trying to escape inevitably. Well, e either you succeed or you fail. But one way or another, you're going to end up doing it all, uh, all over again. And that moment when you start the uh, a new run a new escape attempt and the first item drops down and you look and you see all right here's what this is what are all the possibilities that i can combine with this um you know this lightning attack from zeus or uh you know a water attack for, from poseidon that moment when you drop in the music that plays and everything i love it it's uh it's just such a good feeling of possibility uh next let's see um, in Animal Crossing, so Animal Crossing came out in March of this year, and in May, I believe, we had uh, a bunch of us, there were eight of us, we got together, hopped in a Discord channel, and we all played hide-and-seek, and it was so much fun. Um, we only did it once, and we only did it for, uh, you know, a couple hours, but it was just so nice to, you know, see, so to speak, to see the avatars of um, friends that we hadn't seen at that point in months and uh, some new people that I had never met before and uh, to play our own game inside of the game right so hide and seek is just something that we did ourselves and uh, and that was part of the fun of it too is we just created our own social event on there um, we you know brought gifts to trade we showed off each other's islands and outfits and all this stuff um, and then that was the first time in that game that I explored the museum and uh, I was picked to hide. And of course I picked the museum. That place is huge and it takes forever to explore. Um, but I have this great screenshot of us up on this ridge where, where everybody is uh, standing high above everything else. And uh, it's everybody lined up as one by one. Really, we were playing the game Sardines. So when you find the person, you hide with them. Um, so we have the lineup of everybody once they found me. And uh, that was just, that was magical. Um, Animal Crossing came at a, a time in the year, you know, we thought this year was going to go a lot differently, um, and everybody was pretty stressed out, and Animal Crossing is what we needed, and that was a really good time. I will remember that for a long time. Uh, another one I mentioned, Among Us, that I've met more people this year uh, through that than anything else, and that's absolutely true. Uh, we, The first weekend it came out, 
I think the first night I played, we played for like six hours. We played until almost three in the morning, and and I didn't want to stop. I mean, we had a whole crew. Uh, over half of us had never played before. Um, it, it was so much fun. I, I'd never played an imposter game like that that I enjoyed so much. It had all these elements where, you know, when you are chosen as the imposter, I feel like your heartbeat is never so erratic as that, as that like 10 minute period. Uh, I just couldn't get enough of that for a while. Um, now it's a little harder to find people, but I'm really looking forward to doing more events like the charity event that we held where we raised almost a thousand dollars for our first charity event, which I think is incredible. I'm really looking forward to doing more of that because like I said, um, I've met more people that way and I love making connections through gaming. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. So if, uh, if that's you, if you've still never played Among Us, like I said, it's available on every platform now except for, what, PlayStation? And uh, yeah, we should play. So next is uh, Phasmophobia. So Phasmophobia, um, you can play with up to four people, but my favorite memory is playing with uh, one of my friends in our community. We went into this house. He got killed by the ghost, and so it was just me left. And I was so scared that I just quit. I I ran back to the trailer where you start the game, and I told him I was like, I'm too scared to, scared to go inside. I, I can't I can't help it. <laughs> I just didn't expect to to be so spooked at that point. Of course, now I know a little bit more about the game, but I'm still pretty spooked when I'm by myself. Uh, but man, I mean that to to be able to share. A horror experience was incredible. I, I love listening to horror podcasts. I don't watch as many horror movies as I'd like. And I honestly, I don't even play as many horror games as I'd like. Um, but uh, last year, oh shoot, I'm thinking I maybe I need to mess with this list because I'm, I'm realizing we played Man of Medan, I think in January of this year. And that was a shared horror experience as well. And that was so much fun. Um, in fact, a lot of the people in our Animal Crossing crew when we played Hide and Seek were the same people who played uh, Man of Medan together. So um, I love those shared horror experiences. There's nothing like them. And uh, I, I love that 2020 proved to us that you don't need a big budget to make a really fun game to play with your friends. And then, uh, so my last one, this is the spoiler zone. So uh, for those of you who don't want to be spoiled on a very good moment in The Last of Us 2. Thank you for sticking around for my video. And uh, you can look forward to um, Devino and Chris releasing theirs later this week. You should also check out Velos's, Carlos's, which came out yesterday. Um, thanks again for sticking around. So in The Last of Us 2, there's a moment where it's really the first, I think it's the first flashback where Ellie is young again, the way she was in the first game. And she's following Joel. Joel wants to show her something for her birthday. And they walk through the forest and Joel surprises her. Uh, he found this museum in Wyoming that is for dinosaurs and space exploration, which are two of Ellie's favorite things. She constantly mentions dinosaurs and uh, space travel in the first game. And so when you see it, it's just this heartwarming thing. Like she is even joking, like, what's my surprise, a dinosaur? And then you walk, you know, through the woods and it's a dinosaur. 
Uh, so you go in there and there's all this great, uh, you know, decompressing that's happening. I mean, that, that game is just chock full of stressful but powerful moments. And so to have uh, these reprieves where you're able to just enjoy these characters where there's not a lot of pressure on you. And that doesn't happen very often in that game. So when it does happen, it's extra special. There are uh, a couple other moments in the game, but I, I'm not going to get into those. Anyway, at the end of the sequence, Ellie and Joel get into the the spacecraft that would have been launched up into space. And Joel tells her to put on this helmet. Uh, you know, you pick an astronaut's helmet and you put it on, and he talks her through it. Um, you know, tells her to put the helmet on and imagine if you were going up into space, and gives her this cassette that has a recording of one of the original space flights on it. And just like in the first game, where you see Ellie imagining playing Street Fighter, which I thought was a fantastic moment, in this, cinematically, it looks like she's experiencing what she's imagining. You're seeing her fly up into space, and you see the reflection off her helmet um, and all this stuff. And that is such... It was such a powerful scene. Um, You know, celebrating her birthday and and all this... uh, you know, and it's such good material because if you go back and listen to that original footage, having nothing to do with the game, I mean, that footage is amazing. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that reminds you um, where we are as humans. Um, it, it really makes you think about a lot, um, whether it's, you know, mortality or, um, you know, spending the time that you have while you have it. Um those have nothing to do with the video game and for them to take such a powerful moment as that and join it with such a powerful moment with these great characters in this story I thought was fantastic uh, I I didn't want that scene to end so um, that stuck with me um, I'm gonna remember that scene for a long time I was, I was tearing up a little bit while I was playing so um, so those are my moments in my, my game so uh, I I always play a lot of older stuff. I, I want to tell you to go play God of War uh, on a PS4 or PS5. I want to tell you to go play Celeste. Go play Splunky 1 and 2. Go play Fury. A um, bunch of games you could go play. I have been enjoying that comfort food, but those are the games that came out this year that really stuck with me. As you can see, a lot of them are me playing with other people. And... Uh, I'm always looking for more people to group up with, whether that's talking about games, playing games, meeting up, uh, when that is a thing that we can do in the future. Hit me up. Let's be friends. Thanks for watching, y'all.